0: Living in this world filled with hatred and greed What if Yoda was six feet tall and he smoked weed the following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery uh, to benefit the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation. This podcast is entitled Limited Edition. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Yo! Hey, everybody! What's
1: up? Welcome to Limited Edition. I'm so f- we got so many cool people here. We got so much cool stuff to talk about. I'm just super pumped and I'm ready to like just get this rolling. So I'm hoping you guys are a little uh, uh, uh bothered by my energy because I'm just ready to go i'm Roland girl mouth i'm a comic book artist comic book writer big fan of the culture big fan of the fan fandom just in general uh lots of cool stuff to talk about i almost want to just dive right into it but let's go ahead and introduce everybody and we'll just get this thing started uh, i'd like to thank my guests uh here today first up dick wimpley dick so glad to have you tell us some uh the fans a little bit about what you do
2: Thanks so much for having me on. It was a great honor to talk to you, of course, and join my fellow creators here in this uh, forum for... Uh, this is kind of like a forum for talking, and I really appreciate being invited to it. I'm not used to talking. I'm more of a writer. I uh, I write different comic books, different properties. Uh, previously, I've worked on the Doctor Who franchise, their adaptations, and Wonderful. currently I am working excellent, on excellent. Uh, the, the Infinite... Infinite Jest comic book, which is uh, hopefully coming out sometime <laughs> this year after coronavri- uh, the coronavirus. Oh.
1: Oh, oh coronavirus. He, he, said, that, that he said, said that. that no, no. That's, yeah, like saying, he that's like
0: saying Voldemort. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, you said it. <laughs>
1: oh. oh,
2: no.
0: I think the coronavirus is Voldemort. I don't know, right. know if I'm the first one to make oh. this observation.
1: Let's keep moving around ooh. and get everybody introduced. Um, I'd also like to thank um, uh, Timmy South Park. Timmy, thank you so much for coming. Hello, I'm
3: uh, Timmy South Park, a world-renowned uh, pensmith, uh, sculptor of the written word. And yes, before you ask, my parents did in fact name me after the disabled child from the South Park t- TV show. But uh, bear in mind that when they named me that this show was an Americana classic with a respectable average IMDb rating of 8.6, as opposed to the uh, paltry 7.8 it holds today after jumping the shark, as it were. And, uh, you know, my latest release, The uh, Snarky Introvert's Guide to Crafting Epic Narratives Like a Boss, has been available for purchase since uh, 2013,
1: and uh, I would suggest giving that a look today. It is freaking awesome. So... Anyone who hasn't read that is a fucking moron. JK. All right. Moving along. My boy, Dusty Picard. How are you? Tell us. Hello. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm so happy to
4: see you. Hello. I'm great. I'm great. You know me. I'm always having a good time. You know, I'm Dusty Picard. Got my YouTube channel. I'm a voice actor, and I am an an impressionist, major lover of dork stuff, nerd stuff. Uh, If you give me an impression... I could probably do it or get my best shot at it. Um, Kind of just my thing. Well, we're
1: we're definitely going to be bothering you (laughs) about that later, Dusty. (laughs) I tell you what. All right, moving on to the last guy. All right. What I'm saying, epic ahead.
2: I'm a little scared. It's going to get very weird here.
1: Oh, Who was was that? I believe that was Dracula i'm sorry
0: let's move on to chespin cripper chespin what's my name is chespin cripper i would like to say for the record i got every single reference so far this episode i've been a lifelong fan of just about you know everything from star trek to star wars i've been a fan of it um i'm a little bit newer to this writing thing than the rest of you guys i'm trying to make my way kind of doing the fanfic stuff you know I'm, i'm looking for my big break um but I think what separates me from most of the people in this business is I'm first and foremost a fan of Funko Pop. That's my Ooh. number one. Ooh. And that's, every Man. fandom is that's second to that. Jam. So like, when, I'm, when I'm thinking about Batman, I'm thinking about Funko Batman. So a lot of my fan fiction, a lot of what I'm trying to do, when you hear about these characters I'm talking about, it's Funko Batman, it's Funko Superman, it's Funko uh, George Lucas. You know, that, that's, that's really kind of what uh, distinguishes my style of writing.
1: Well, well, let's clarify a little bit uh, of that, Chespin. So it's kind of like, you know, there's Lego Batman and Lego Batman has his own stuff. This is sort well, of like a third thing of featuring Batman. It's
0: true. I did see that Lego Batman movie and I thought, what if I did that with Funkos? But this is a completely different thing. I mean, you've never seen anything like this before. Well, yeah, I mean. Unless you read my fan fiction. But...
1: Well, we, you know, I have at least. I can't speak oh, yeah. for everybody, but... Uh... It is definitely something that I have thoroughly enjoyed. I still am not quite grasping the world at large that you write about, um, simply because, well, like everything's a Funko Pop, except you write yourself in it and you're not a Funko
0: Pop. Yeah, well, these characters will find themselves in strange situations that a normal character might not. So, like, think about Winnie the Pooh. I mean, that was one of my first uh, fandoms, really, when I was younger. There's that one where Winnie the Pooh gets his like hand stuck in the fucking honey jar. And In this one, in this one, he gets his head stuck in the honey jar because it's so big because he's a Funko. Oh,
1: okay, I see.
0: Completely different. It's a, it's like a spin on an old classic. I like revisiting these old characters and finding new ways to Funko tie It's kind of lives. like
2: a, a nightmare because if you got honey on your real life Funko Pop, of course it would uh, not be f- uh, fun to look at anymore or play with. Oh, the with.
0: value would plummet. Oh, Piglet, I love honey. <laughs> oh, I get that reference. Ooh, yeah, you know the Winnie one. In the Pooh
1: right there. You I knew that like, one. Uh. I felt Ooh. like that was straight right off the bat there. He's coming with it. Uh, um, Dusty, why don't you uh, get us a little bit warmed up? Tell us about the stuff you've been working on, what your dream projects are. What is going on in the world of Dusty Picard?
4: Um, you know, like, it's just kind of just the same old, same old. I'm doing, you know, about a hundred videos a week, you know, mostly impressions or talking about cartoons, which are, you know, intended for children mostly, but, you know, they're not just for children, you know, anyone can watch them, you know, yeah,
1: there's Uh, nothing about animation that says that it's specifically for children. I would would like like to to counter
4: them
2: because they are actually, uh, written by adults such as uh, ourselves. I've been That's working true. my
4: way through the Powerpuff Girls again. You know, some people like to rewatch The Sopranos or, um, you know, The Office, which I love as well. But, you know, for me, it's just If you just love like The
2: Office, check out Parks and Recreation.
4: I do know it. I do know it, actually. The great show, Liz Lemon. Uh, <laughs> you know, awesome. Um And I want to talk about, you know, where are we at as fans? You know, is it enough for us or are we just wanting more and more and more? And I think that a lot of the stuff, you know, people were writing a lot more uh, fan fiction, I feel like, or maybe they they still are, but I feel like that we used to create more when we needed it, but now we're just getting a lot of content in it's, and I mean, I'm not complaining at all, but I feel like. What where are people at? You know, what's enough for them? And I don't think I'm not sure if that there is enough because, you know, we just consume
1: it all. We just it's like our drug. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about like a lot of fandom, you're talking about just rapid amounts of consumption without breaks. So I know as a creator, it can be a little bit stressful and make me a little bit anxious um, when I put some of my work out there because you're going to work all this time on a comic book and people are going to read it, you know, in 45 seconds most of the time so it's just you can work and work and work and pour your heart into it but there is a lot of stress and anxiety that comes from that
2: i have a question for dusty which is that uh you're you do a lot of impressions you do impressions i do um the main character from steven universe things like that however as you were saying uh you also enjoy the creative arts have you ever created your very own original voice? I mean, you
4: had to ask
1: me that, didn't you? Oh, here it goes. I'm ready.
4: I have a character that I've worked on for many years since I was uh, a young lad. <laughs> Oof. Um Oof. See if you Hamlet. That out. in oh. the in the in Oof. the uh, in the high King
1: school? of England. Um, Hamlet. Johnny Hamlet from the movie Hamlet. No, no. I was close. I was not when I was, I was in close? high school.
4: I I character. I create a character named Ronald Specter, and um, and he's kind of like a detective, secret agent, and but he's also, you know, really, really into origami, and he's also, you know, he's he's into tennis. And it's like, this guy's like really serious and like solving murders and stuff. And he's like, oh, that's a nice court. Like, maybe I could play a few games and like stuff.
1: Like, oh, oh, I Ronald. wish
2: cops in real life were like... <laughs> a, he always has his, his racket. He always like, 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 I mean,
1: dirt bikes and... Ronald Specter. Can we hear his voice, maybe?
4: I mean, do you want to hear his voice? I'd love Let's to. Give us, give us a bit of a taste. Give us a taste. Okay. It's been a while since I've done this and someone, someone asked me to do this, so...
1: I'm Ronald Spector. (laughs) In this case, Mm. stinks to me. Oh, he thinks it's a taste. That's, but that really is something. I tell you what, that voice there, oh, iconic.
3: And he's, I recognize that voice. That's uh, Dick Tracy, the famous uh, detective Dick
4: Tracy. Well, lady, I'll solve your husband's murder, but first you gotta give me something that I want. I need a new tube of new tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's, really good.
1: That's a really good character you got there, Dustin. Yeah, I think Steve so. Martin. I'm trying, I've been trying Steve to sell Martin? the Cartoon Network you... for, for about 10 years. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, have you gotten any bites on that? As an aspiring writer, I'm curious if you've uh, had anyone bite on Mr. Specter there. Maybe you put together a spec script.
4: Uh, there was someone that was interested, but he's now in prison.
2: <laughs> Moving along. Uh-huh. It's often hard to sell uh, just a voice to the big studios. What the studios like to see is a comic
1: book. Or a narrative. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Dick Wimpley, are you going to dish on your newest projects? We got it. We got it. Come dish. on.
4: You got to give it. You got to load it on me. I it. Give it something. Oh, Begging. thanks. I'm so, Begging.
2: I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Well, as, as you know, uh, I, I've been writing uh, the Doctor Who series for some time now. I've, I've done uh, the Doctor Who Joins the NBA, Doctor Who Goes to Mexico, Doctor Who Solves Gang Violence in mm. Baltimore, Doctor Who Goes mm. Back in Time and In Slavery, Doctor Who Takes a Person with Leukemia to an alien planet where they have uh, the cure for leukemia, uh, Doctor Who Goes to the <laughs> Cop Planet, which is a planet where everyone's a cop, and that's kind of an issue that deals with the Blue Lives Matter phenomenon from just sort of an impartial uh, you know, thir- standpoint. Uh, but recently I've been hired to do the uh, adaptation, the manga adaptation for Shonen Jump for Infinite Jest. And uh, it's sort of, if you haven't read Infinite Jest, and it's a really long book, it's uh, about as long as Moby Dick I reckon. Is it Infinite? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so it really Ooh. feels like it, and, but I, I myself uh, could not read it, uh, so I did talk to somebody for about twenty minutes about what the book's about, and it's basically about a tennis academy. Tennis. Where some
0: weird things happen. Hey, maybe you
2: guys could work together on this. Yeah. Project. Yeah. Uh, Arlen Specter uh, could be the uh a character in the Infinite Jest <laughs> because I am, I have taken some uh liberties. Robert with
4: Ronald Specter.
2: Ronald, uh, yes. And Phil Spector. I kind of I, I'm thinking of it's this another uh, famous this manga series as Casper. sort of like uh, twin Peaks prospector for because prospector. it's about uh, these two brothers, Hal who's pretty brainy and Mario who's pretty sensitive, and they go solve mysteries involving ghosts, and then they have a their father who is kind of like the Magneto character um, of the uh, story, and. I was thinking about, I've recently been talking to the estate of the late Anton Yelchin, and I was thinking that uh, in, the, in the manga, it might actually be Anton Yelchin playing their father.
0: Um, Dick, I know I was just saying a second ago that maybe you could work on that project with Dusty, but I just had a new idea. I mean, I've already got my Hallen Candenza Funko Pop, and it made me think, what if in the manga ad- adaptation he's a Funko, and he's bad at tennis because his head is so big? I don't know if the
2: manga artists will be able to draw that complicated <coughs> of a thing.
0: I mean, I'll do the artwork, too, if you'll just let me get my vision out there to people. I need one big break.
2: I appreciate your, your hustling. As, as you may know, I got my start by uh, just tweeting at people and being very positive. I think positivity works, but I am not in charge of the business aspect of this project. It is the uh, estate of the late author. Um, David uh, War War David,
1: David Funko Wallace.:
2: Right. Okay, <laughs> so I, I, I've mostly been dealing with some lawyers, some kind of trust agreement. I, I couldn't I'm not in charge of those decisions.
0: Oh, well can you tell me why your idea is better than mine if I may be so bold? I think why, all I,
1: ideas are equally good. I think in order to have a property that features Funko uh, pops predominantly, you would have to get a lot of clearing and pay probably the Funko people in order to use their stuff.
2: Someone I else can deal with that. it's very interesting that you know uh, uh, aspiring creatives are looking towards um, already established properties uh, to make their mark. And I did the same thing. The first thing I wrote was called Dick Goes to Hogwarts, and it was about myself. Uh, going to Hogwarts as an adult. It was semi-autobiographical. It was based on the fact that I started college at age 26, and everyone was younger than me. But I still had a good time. And so the comic I, I wrote was about just me going and hanging out with Harry and Ron and Harmony. And again, I never read the Harry Potter books, but I was a fan of the
0: iconography.
2: Yeah. I was a fan well, it of makes the sense. story.
0: J.K. Rowling said a couple of years ago that they have adult learning classes at night at Hogwarts. So it actually it's basically canon, it sounds like.
2: Um, I wouldn't know. I never read the books. I don't know who you just who you reference. <laughs> uh, Timmy, what is the stuff
1: Absolute you've been Hufflepuff. working
4: on?
3: This guy's a Hufflepuff for sure. Timmy, uh, you uh,
4: want to th- hear about your stuff, Tim?
3: You want to hear what I get? I've been dipping my ink pen in. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, now, I was recently tasked with Nabisco uh, for, with writing the uh, 36-part novelization of the greater leisure suit Larry universe, uh, as you may have heard of. And uh, you know Nabisco actually now owns that property, and they were excited to expand the lore of this uh, thrilling franchise. And for those unfamiliar with the series, you may uh, you play as the titular Leisure Suit Larry, who is this uh, John Lovitz looking gremlin fella, who uh, I believe uh, you know goes out into the world collecting condoms and uh, <laughs> committing a series of brazen sexual assaults, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, seeing as Leisure Suit Larry is now a Nabisco product, I do have to, uh, you know, throw in a few uh, references there that uh, the uh, cookies and the like and uh, National Biscuit Company. Uh, and this this uh, poses a, a bit of an interesting challenge that I am more than willing to tackle. You know, for, for instance, uh, instead of condoms, Leisure Suit Larry is now interested in collecting Oreo cookies. Oh, and instead nice. of harassing women... Uh, Leisure Suit Larry now harasses large uh, packages of chewy chocolate uh, chunk chips ahoy. <laughs> available at your local retailer. But, uh, How you might know, he I harass these, uh, Timmy? Oh, he, he goes into the store, he grabs them up, and uh, says, uh, hey, I'd like to put you in my mouth, honey. And uh, Oh, wow. That's a
4: little saucy. <laughs> Do the little cookies racy. get jealous of, of one another? Racy.
0: It seems like the cookies no. might get jealous of... It's... It's a little bit like Johnny
3: Bravo for adults. Johnny Bravo for adults. Absolutely. Hey,
0: there's
1: There's Johnny. Hello.
3: He's a. That's what he said. Here's Johnny. And, you know, I believe it is the ability to compose a strong, cohesive narrative while simultaneously being able to help Nabisco move their product. That, uh, that really just sort of constitutes the mark of a true writer. as yeah. a true creative. I was I don't...
2: tasked with the uh, – they wanted me to uh, write the official uh, comic book for the Warren campaign recently uh, before it was shut down. And I had a really – I stayed up all afternoon, one afternoon, and I had this whole idea about where did Elizabeth Warren come from? She came from out of the dirt and she was sort of born she was an earth spirit and, but she was also sitting here from aliens that planted her as an egg inside the dirt millions of years ago. She, so she was very old and very wise and that's, uh, and, but I did not have anything about cookies in my, uh, Elizabeth Warren comic book. Well, Absolutely. a lot
1: of people will say stuff like, um, you know, you can't mix corporate interest with like true heart. And I disagree. I mean, My friend that runs the Steakums account, he is so inspirational and he posts so many good things that it makes my little brain feel happy to read. And at the same time, he's pushing a very bland and salty uh, steak product that you microwave primarily. And there's nothing wrong with pushing that. Type of stuff. Well, they're good. Football.
4: If you want to make a good, oh. a good Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia cheese steak, you know, you just use some steakums. And but some, I, I, I think a that's,
1: that's a larger commentary. on like, what is our role as
0: writers? I mean, I would just interject there for a moment that the steakums uh, Funko Pop is a much more hearty product. It's much more meaty and rich because of how fat the head of that steakums is. I think it was. It would actually be more delicious to just eat the the figure than it would be to eat the product
3: absolutely it's absolutely more edible than the actual product and you know uh, liz warren uh she, she uh, lost because she, she was able to stand up she said i refuse to be a slave to the white man and uh <laughs> they weren't ready to hear america wasn't ready to hear such a radical message you know that's right and we'd be it in a much better reminds position. reminds me her.
2: of my comic book where Doctor Who goes back in time and in slavery because for so many years, as we all know in real life, uh slaves were just sort of believed that they, you know, it's kind of like they had um a self-esteem problem. And then Doctor Who, who's the <coughs> British man, uh played by the late Anton Yelchin, shows up and he says, We're not gonna take it anymore, and he kind of becomes the greatest slave of all time. And okay. makes it so that um,
1: Abraham Lincoln is born. That's true. That Ooh. is true. And that that's great. Um, I've been Something like kind of grappling with a lot of feelings of like wh- you know where what is the role of comic books nowadays? Right? People think of comic books. They think of zitty, sweaty, <laughs> a good old fashioned nerds with some duct tape holding their glasses together. And that's Mega-Tokyo not true. Is a good comic. Yeah, that's, it, that stereotype is just not true anymore. We, everyone well, can in say this something? room as, is a cool as guy.
0: Who, as someone who pitches a lot of scripts to people who will never even open the email, I think that the comic book is basically a pitch to the reader, but really to the Hollywood production company, that this should be a movie, right? Comic books are movie right. pitches. So... Once you get that comic book deal, that's really just a deal to make a pitch to the people and to the movie studios. This should be a fucking movie.
1: So I've, I've been wrestling with these feelings of, of you know, what, what, what do I want direction my my comics to make? Right. I am a 42 year old white man and I don't, you know, want to just tell stories for old white guys anymore. I want to tell stories for people. You know, I don't know any teenagers. Right. Personally, I haven't communicated or even observed any of their culture in the last 20 years. So it's like tough. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Marvel and I'm saying, hey, I'm going to make a teenage super team and middle America is going to lose their fucking minds. Pardon mm. my French. So mm. I, I, I wanted to kind of premiere this on this podcast that I have been assigned to be the new head writer for the comic series, the new bastards. Oh my god! The new, god. Bastard. The new take, bastards. Oh, that is that is sufficient to take for the new bastards. Yeah, and we got a whole new team, a whole new crew of bastards. Oh, yeah,
4: uh, you got on gotta, board. For okay, that. animated
1: series. You know who I'm playing. Well, hit. I got my I got my team. So I'm going to tell you my team here, Dusty, and I'm going to ask you, what do you think they sound like? You
4: well, ready for a, that? Give, give me a name, and I'll you know.
1: All right. So first up in the new bastards, we have Int J, a superpowered teenage boy that gets his powers from complaining and whining. When he complains and he whines, he's able to make the same thing he's complaining about feel in the other people. If the Int says my back hurts, or I'm I'm you know. And my back hurts. Then all of the bad guys, their backs are going to start hurting. If he says, I only got six hours of sleep last night, I'm tired. Then all the super villains are going to get tired. He's got this great ability to project his feelings through complaining that really attach to people. Because if you right. look at teenagers nowadays, it's their favorite thing to do. It's their favorite thing to do. I cruised all through social media, and they're mad about this, and this sucks, and I'm depressed, and they and inJ is able to project that onto everyone else. So Dusty, give me give me your inJ Okay, this is
4: N J. You know he's a loner, right? He's a teenage high schooler.
1: Yeah, you could imagine like rooting like a in like a gray tight superhero outfit but maybe with something that's just a little him like some big black combat boots
4: I always knew I was different I could feel feel it I could see it I don't play sports cuz I have a stomach <laughs> ache that <laughs> never goes away Oh that chills down my spine
2: chills down my spine Epic what do you guys I think, think I was really talking to a teenager
1: it was it. That was badass, Roll. Uh, uh, Thank you, d- Dusty. Yeah, no, that was sweet. I'm excited about this. I was worried a little bit about int J. You know, uh, it's hard to relate to teenagers. And I'm like a big social media guy. And I'm like, the teens are doing great. Like, look at these TikToks. The teens got it. The teens are leftist. They're passionate. Like, hey, guys, we're going to be OK. I'm kind of like one of those old men on social media that's obsessed with teenagers, but in a way that makes yeah. them seem really positive and profound and makes me seem like I'm one of the good old people. Yeah. I have a well, huge fear
2: really- of teenagers selfies right on my desktop in case I decide to start drawing. Because I am a writer, I'm not an artist, but if I decided to start drawing, first thing I would do is draw these teenagers, because I think they're so inspiring. They kind of teach me how to be a teenager of my late 30s.
3: You can't ignore the toxic side, though, of uh, social media. I I mean... Oh, yeah. You know, the reveal trailer of my latest projects currently uh, is sitting at a dislike ratio of 98% to two which is not great you know uh yeah uh, but it's mostly you know these trolls out there they, they uh they brigade my uh, videos and uh
1: you know you know these trolls oh these trolls be gone trolls be gone you Tim- shall not pass uh, timmy you are very vocal in your dislike of trolls you have often said that they should buzz off that they should get out of here uh, oh, no,
3: you- these trolls, yeah, they I, I've dealt with them for quite some time. They've uh, come on here, they've called me uh, Limp Dick, they call me Diaper Tard, peen- Pussy Bean, Power Cock, Penis Face, Bottom Bitch, Suck Mouth, Cock Grunt, Fail Fucker, Hootie Boy, Wiener Nut. Hootie Boy! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not funny, uh, you know, they call me Porch Honky.
4: I apologize! <laughs> I've never heard that word!
3: They call me McLovin's dad, they call me bad writer, they call me urethra goblin, they call me fart grabber, Schrodinger's cunt, barn humper, cum smoker, freak of the week, incest dad, Octo mom. swamp teen, birthday cake eater, wet dick, dry dick, doorknob dick, drizzle dick, Drano dick, Duncan dick nuts, Krispy Kreme molester, soulless beady-eyed waste of oxygen. Fucking overpaid, overcompensated, nearly universally hated idiot, bloated, (laughs) despised oaf, empreg Charles Nelson Riley, pumpkin brain toilet raper, barfed up hairball fucker, (laughs) a disrespectful cartoon of a man's genitals, Popeye the Sailor Man's aborted fetus, and sperm wad. And you know, it's just a shame that we, we let these people come on here and we can't just like round these guys all up into camps and uh, take away their internet access <laughs> and stop them from spreading this, like, brand of hatred that's toxicity
1: I gotta, that's I gotta
0: say, a lot of those insults could be good characters, Roland, for what you're working on.
1: Well, you know... Like, I, it seems like a good way you know, to own those. I, of- I really disagree. I don't think I want to have any of those things. And and I just want to apologize In my experience,
2: you. the thing with trolls is if they call you something like a toilet raper, you should just play into it and say,
1: yeah, I rape toilets.
0: Uh, I I don't know
1: if that's the right thing to do. I think the best thing to do is post that. If image I hear someone of that if I hear someone says that, I'm going to say,
4: Screw you guys, I'm going
1: on." Eric, hello. Oh, Eric. Hey, welcome oh, to I the show, that, Eric. Oh, hello, welcome he to the show, Eric. There he is, the famous con <laughs> man.
4: Uh, don't have a <clears throat> Sorry. Fuck. No, we'll be <laughs> wait.
1: We'll be fine. We'll wait. Hey, don't have a cow, man. There he is Bard Simpson. Ooh, the bad hey, boy himself. I,
0: I've, I've never done an impression before, but can can you guess who this is?
1: Is it a... F- is...
0: Oh, a dog. A dog that got hurt. Is it a dog? Is no,
2: hurt? I got the hoodie. Dog? He's E.T. No. He's E.T. No, think about, and Eric, he's e. T.
0: Think about Eric Cartman again. No, no, sorry, I can't you're close you're... this hoodie more. And my headphones are going to fall Stevie off. That's, oh, not, that's not a good impression of Eric Cartman. It seems more like a dog. No, it's I not Eric Cartman. What's the what's name of his friend?
1: Kyle. Oh. Stewie Griffin.
0: No, what's the other one? Bart Simpson. Um, Imagine my head's getting cut off by oh something God, funny. my Benny. It's oh, Benny. Yeah, yeah. It's Benny. Oh, that's, yeah, it's yeah, Benny. Holy that's, crap,
1: they oh, killed real,
0: Benny. Real quick while we that's get Cartman. Those,
1: too sidetracked. I, I really want to just have a powerful emotional moment with Holy Timmy. Holy crap, Marge! And just, and just let Timmy know you don't deserve that abuse. You matter. Your work is important. And if people don't like it, uh, they can just go kiss their own butt ass and st- stink it up and suck it. So, That's fuck right. Them.
3: I just say, you know, fuck them. Forget about them. Uh, I'll just have my coffee, uh, a.k.a. Uh, brain juice. And uh, Ah. leave, just leave me, leave me to my own
0: devices. You know, as a younger writer, my devices started here, like
2: the Nintendo
0: Switch. Oh, Oh, I know that. I have one of those. Um, But I'm wondering, as a younger writer, how do you guys get in that creative zone where you know you're going to write a classic? You know, how does a a guy like
3: me? Edition of Nintendo Switch with the famous cartoon character Cat Dog. Uh, pr- imprint it right on the case.
4: Oh man, I, I, uh, oh man, I can't remember any lines that they'd say. Oh, F- I-, I know that show though, Nickelodeon. I,
1: I, know. I, I can't do an impression of them because I don't I haven't done that one. yet. Sorry. Maybe you could YouTube it after the show. A good way to yeah, get into the, the creative. The look. Oh, no, it wouldn't uh, matter. No, I watch
2: lose. a lot of television. So, for example in the episode in the comic book of dr who where he becomes four feet tall that i wrote uh what i was doing was i was thinking about dr who who is of course some kind of uh british person and i and i was watching television and i saw a man on television and uh he was four feet tall and i said what if that was dr who
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is a creative process boiled down there just a moment of inspiration um do you guys mind? I, I was trying to, like, leak a new thing to, like, build up some buzz. Uh, if we go back to my superhero team, the new batch. My apologies. let right, The discussion sure. takes us away. Um, so we have That's NJ, true. who gets his powers from complaining. And then we were talking about the trolls, the unsavory element. No one's going to pretend the teens are a monolith. So we have to have an edgy alt-right teen. And this one is another teen boy... And his superhero name is Second Amendment. And his mm. superpower is that he has a handgun that he can shoot from his car. So while they're fighting and doing this, he's driving around. It's a it's a Prius. And he rolls down the window. It's a crank. So he's got rolled down. He blah, blah, blah. So he's kind of like the, the hothead, the young gun on the team that, uh, you know, can be a little literally problematic. Yeah. And <laughs> let me tell you this. He's going to bump heads with some of the more. Uh, Socialist leaning Members of the new Bastards Uh, um, You mind giving us A little preview of that voice I'm thinking
4: I have it Okay So second amendment young guy Car gun Easy but that's not All there is There's a lot of built up you know angst, a little anger. He's mad at the system. Well, I don't need anything but my, my country. <laughs> it is here. Gun. And you're gonna die right now. You understand me? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you!
1: He honks his horn three times. <laughs> yes, he should always honk his horn three times before shooting the gun. That was beautiful! That was amazing. Bravo. That Bravo. kind of made
2: me wonder: what if Harry Potter had a gun? Ooh, Ooh.
1: The mo- they, that they, that book series might be a little shorter if you know well, what I mean. Kind of quite figure out what this is. I believe it's a gun. You know, so, that, is that like that's, a that's Harry Potter? Dobby. Oh, okay. Oh, I, oh, I was gun. going to say it sounds Dobby. like a, Here's a, a gun. Dobby. A man, I'm Harry po- from uh, India. Yeah, I thought that was like New Deadly yeah. Harry Potter. There. That's <laughs> what you're going for.
4: No, but it's Dobby, fine. Dobby, hit the gun, Dobby. Take the gun and shoot
1: Snape. Pretty good. This, those are all characters in Harry Potter. I recognize that. Harry? Fucking Potter. How about that? The gay guy. It's a gun. Gandalf. Um, no, is a... Cadgar. Uh, Dusseldorf. Medivh. Yes, Dusseldorf.
4: Okay. Dusseldorf, the wizard. The all gay right. guy wizard. He was also in Lord of the Rings. Because he's gay in real life. That's what's up. You know I'm a nerd. I know my fandom, my you're fandom stuff. If you uh, look at Wikipedia, uh, oh, you the think you think you're a nerd? nerd?
0: Is also, oh, there it is, an original copy. Check. Read them and weep. An yeah, copy. first edition right here. They hey, put out I'll... the paperback first, then they came back and did the hardcover.
1: I won't read it and weep. I'll read it and smile. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely That's true.
0: We can all use more smile- smiles in these trying times. All right, moving
1: on. To the third member of the new bastards we got mr pleasure now mr pleasure is a superhero a teenage boy who gets his this form of superpowered happiness from the pills he takes he's got this magic bottle of pills and he takes them and he feels wonderful and he lays down and just is beyond happy and he's been working with the new bastards is a very positive guy Happiness is
2: um, actually a radical. Radical self-love
1: is the most powerful enemy against uh, people who are mean to you. Well, that's that's what Mr. Pleasure thinks. So whenever things starts getting slight, if he ever feels a little bit anxious or if he ever feels like maybe his life didn't turn out like he planned, he will open those magic pills. He will take a couple and then he's going to get this raging, powerful, supernatural happiness. I have recently this, been
4: he's like a fantastic on, hedonist, yeah,
2: exactly. I have recently been working on a series with Lynn Manuel Miranda, where uh, every day we trace our hands like this. We just trace them. Why are you and so we, green? And then we do a smile. Excuse me. I'm just. I'm looking at your camera, and you just look kind of green. All right. I'm on a calorie what surplus green? diet, so every day I eat seven thousand calories, and they all come from spinach. Oh, wow.
1: Interesting. Well, you're
2: glowing. So, like, so you can buy literally. this book. It's so like you're idea. looking a
4: little bit like you're You're looking. All right, I'll give it to you. Hold on. Hold on. Like, sorry. All right, focus.
1: Eating your vegetables, you are.
4: Oh! oh!
1: Yoder!
0: Oh! How's
1: oh, that? The master. The master at work. As Yoder.
0: Oh yeah, have you seen never, um, Star Wars episode four, the and Yoda five, and movies, But well, I well, that wasn't Yoda. That was
4: my idea of Baby Yoda. What he would say if he if he said stuff. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a fan okay. of
0: the
2: Star Wars merchandise and the the lore, and I think the story is uh, incredible about a young homeless man who eventually becomes the king of the universe. Uh, but as I was saying, uh, this book will have each of our hands and a little smiley face. And then it will have a little poem underneath each uh, uh hand. And the poem will be about four words long. Like it'll be eat, about $49.99. Have and a drink. One
3: of the poems.
1: Of... Uh radical self-love. Good. Ooh, Good. that is four words. I'm I can't four wait. I, I, I really imagine rolling out of bed in the morning and whipping that book open and just it's like smiling. a haiku, but even smaller. Alright, moving along, we have the fourth member of the New Bastards, which is a dual personality uh superhero, the classic, you know, the juggernaut sort of of the new bastards. And when they're in their normal human state, they're known as friendzone. Friendzone is a teenage boy, the transformative ability, but is alter ego is named simp and when he gets really horny he turns into simp and simp is very powerful and can fight but the the other members of the new bastards find that simp is a little aggressive and problematic so there's going to be a lot of tension built in with friend zone and simp they don't want simp to transform to fight but when he does he ends up being so horny that it creates a problem for here's the, the thing new is
4: Bastard. i'm worried about this about with simp is that, if that he simps too hard he just might take the l
1: ah uh, so that's a <laughs> don't business. want that to
2: happen.
4: Don't want that it to happen, but
1: it just L. might. Oh. And no might be crazy for anything. Does that mean anything? You don't want to take the L. Mm. And it doesn't stand for legend. Wait for it. Legendary dairy. So it stands for a loss. And you don't want what to take that. Is, what does what does
2: stand for? What is
4: that? You want to know? Ah, oh, too beautiful. Nice. We killed the Batman. You wanna know how I got this scars?
0: Oh, there he I is. Got too many L's,
4: <laughs>
1: I'm the Joker. Oh, it's
0: it's Superman. That's it.
1: No, it's uh Batman. I think. No, I,
2: that
4: I, I you out. That like, I'm sorry that freaked you out. I know it's a little. I did get a little scared.
2: I appreciate the idea of having a character named Friend Zone, but uh, there are people that have PTSD from being in the friend zone.
1: That's true, and hopefully we can address some of that here. But I also being like,
4: friends, I think it's a good thing to be... Like, is there an enemy
1: zone? I don't, I don't want to that. be in that. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Me I don't want to be there, Mr. Quig-Hajin. Is that Jar Jar Bix?
0: Oh, It's Baby Yoda again. Is it?
1: It's Borat.
2: The famous um, black guy. He, the Ali G plays a black guy, and he becomes Borat.
0: He is for a cookie. That's good enough
4: for me. Sesame that's, Street, uh, Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. Elmo, Elmo's like. No. I'm home. I'm Elmo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love my friends, but uh, it's Elmo.
1: Dude, that's that's
0: smart and funny. Like that's. I crazy. don't want to do this anymore.
1: All right, let's move on to the last member of the new bastards here, Questjina. Now, the leader of the new bastards, and guess what? I, I went into Marvel, and I was pitching her, and I'm like, this is going to be middle America's worth fucking care. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Quest Gina is a teenage girl, and her she has the superpower to question everything, even her own sexuality, regularly, frequently, constantly bringing it up when no one's even asking. And this questionability gives her kind of like the Scarlet Witch power to change reality just by questioning it. It, it kind of insp- I was inspired by Elizabeth Warren, who shed a lot of light on a lot of problems and got them to change because of our great plans. Christina is kind of like a logical extent of that. Middle America is going to hate her because they're going to say like a woman leader. And I'm like, you're a flyover state and a loser, because guess what? The female future is tomorrow and we're just living in it.
2: Absolutely. I wrote a Doctor Who comic book where uh, Doctor Who, as played by the late Anton Yelchin, uh, turns into a Russian female girl and explores her sexuality with a number of other Russian female girls. Now, this is one of the Doctor Who comics that was not published, unfortunately, but if you PayPal me some money, I will make sure that you get the PDF.
1: Sounds like a steal
3: uh dusty uh, yeah. uh, liz warren famously had the ability to change her race on a whim on like a chameleon would and uh, this was like a superpower in a way
2: that's right and, you know like just, some uh, kind of lizard which is right. yeah of course a good thing
3: i want to kind of if you'd let me uh maybe plug a, a little bit of a the next thing i'm i'm gonna oh. be working on here Let's go. Uh,
1: Let's hear some stuff. I'm we got ready this in the
3: pipeline, uh, a graphic novelization of uh, Comedy Central's The Man Show. Ooh. And, uh, you know, in this uh, radical reimagining of the popular series, we join our new host, uh, Sabretooth, an intuit man of uh, color with uh, 16-inch fangs protruding from his mouth, and Chaos Wind, a 26-year-old woman who is blind with cataracts, you know, to prove to, to the more uh, ignorant members of our audience that you can get cataracts no matter what age you are, really. And uh, for fans life. of the original, you know, rest assured that uh, Corolla and Kimmel, the original hosts, they do make an appearance. Are they the, negative uh, producers
4: or something? Or? They
3: make an appearance in the form of spirit guides that, you know, help lead the latest generation of man show hosts to fame and success. And... Uh, now I can also say that I believe this uh graphic novelization will cut down significantly on the uh, sexual undertones that I kind of believe, you know, bogged down the potential of the original run.
1: No, I th- I think that sounds amazing. When are, when is this going to hit some shelves? I got my wallet open already. This
2: idea that in order to be considered a man you have to be capable of achieving and sustaining an erection.
1: It's simply not true. It's not true at all. No. Anybody
4: you can use can. your finger. You need a vo- some voices on there.
1: Oh, yeah. Can you do uh, a few Mancho voices? Maybe do the voice of Chaos Wind, the woman with the cataract. Well, I can do that. I can do, like, Anna Corolla. Okay. <laughs> like, no, it's okay. You want to do the much easier impression. Well, I mean, if you're going to say that that way... I'm just teasing. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll just refrain from that. You know what? I've got a lot of learning to do about, you know, my attitude. Why do
4: these bitches always gotta be shopping so much? There's always (laughs) so much shit they gotta buy. They're like, why do you need all this fucking makeup for? You look fucking fine without it. You gotta look like a fucking clown too on top of it?
2: You dumb Gilbert Godfrey, the uh, pelican from... uh, I thought that was uncut gems you were doing
1: there.
4: Hey, hey, hey! Hey, Patrick! Let's go buy the split board!
1: No oh, there, I know that one. That's SpongeBob. He's on a popsicle. <laughs> uh, uh, are you done with the impressions? I thought you were just. Well, I don't know how many you want me to do. Well, I. a the one ring was mine! Oh, I Go- get that one. Oh, I Gilbert Godfrey, one. yet again. Uh, I think that was Gilbert. Uh, I, I'm not
2: quite... uh,
1: Holy freaking the crap, Lois, it's Gollum! He's at the ask... one ring. Let me ask it's you guys. The, the governator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I think so. Let me ask you guys. All right, so we take our craft very seriously. But we're also fans. So let's hear, what is everybody really geeking out on lately? Uh, any takers?
4: I'm binging. I mean, I've been watching every season of Sesame Street since it premiered. That's why I was on the
1: Elmo thing. You oh, know. yeah. Dude,
0: that's you must be to... really good at the <laughs> Elmo <this> <laughs>
4: I'm Elmo.
1: Oh, See, that one's like, Elmo.
4: Like, you no, know, I've been I like, watching
1: it. I like it when you do the impressions where you just say the name because then it's easy to guess. So people they are.
4: know who it is. Yeah.
1: Because they're like, oh, I've heard that before. What is that from? And then, like, I said, they're like, and, and then they looped in. And then they're in my circle. They're in my circle with me, enjoying all. I've downloaded this special cut of Game of Thrones that gets rid of all the incest. It's a lot shorter, but, you know, I find it's more pleasant. Because uh, incest is, I personally, I don't know how you guys feel about incest, but it's kind of icky to me. Like, let's leave the incest porn Pornhub. What is that? It's when a mother or a sister, or a brother, even, or a father, they do it with... You know, they make they a little what? bit of the horizontal fun time with each other. Oh,
2: now, I dude. wrote a comic book. So we're talking Dr. like TVM?
1: With we're talking issue. like TVM rating? Oh, yeah.
2: Doctor Who, of course, can transform into different shapes. And he accidentally discovers his long-lost sister when he has turned himself into a penis and has
1: sex with his sister's uh, vagina. What was the... That was the whole. That was the whole episode, or the whole comic. You just oh, it
2: was. Oh, sorry. It it was just a picture. It was a picture I commissioned from a man off of Patreon.
1: Oh, you just bought. Why? You just bought a picture. It paid for a guy to paint a picture, and it
2: has his little Doctor Who hat on the the balls of the penis sticking out of uh, his sister, and you can tell it's his sister because it says above it they wrote the words mm. Doctor Who's sister. Hmm.
1: Okay, I'm not really quite sure, like what the were you trying to prove a point or is that like a society thing it's or kind is of that...
2: like one of these issues that we're talking about right now
1: like you oh, know how one? about
4: this how about this though listen to this one Dim me after entering the TARDIS i do believe we've traveled to a different state in time who's
1: that
0: a oh, cat I... dog
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got it
0: dude i knew you I could think, get it is man. it a cat dog
1: nailed it is it nailing fun- is it
0: funko doctor who yeah i've been searching for that funko cat dog because it's the only one with two heads it's probably one of the rarest ones there is so are, are, let, let me get
1: back to chespin because what do you dream of happening with the the funko stuff because
0: i say you've I been mean, working on it of for of a funko very long cat time i mean that's something that's a dream to me i mean that's that's two properties in one how is right? it, i mean there's they're probably gonna pay me twice as much to write how is that different from
1: like the lego star wars or lego batman
0: like, I, I'm, well, I would say that a Lego is a different thing than a Funko, right? Their heads are actually kind of small.
1: Yeah, I but want, like, even, I want to, like, can you take want,
0: Funkos apart? I mean, with a knife you could, but I don't think it's really about that. It's more like engaging people in a different medium, you know? Like, you got a comic book, and then you got a movie. You got a Funko, and then you got a Le- Like, you know, it's a different medium. It's a whole different way to experience the brands you love. The property.
1: I want to know how I got these bricks. Is that... Is that Lego Joker? Yes. Dude, got that's it. sick. That sounds so different from you. It's amazing. That sounds so different from your no. regular Joker. Oh, my God. Thank
0: you. To
1: me, Mark Hamill is the Joker. I like that guy because of his...
4: I'm the Joker!
1: There he that's is. Mark Hamill Joker. All right. Can you give us a little bit of your Superman? This planet doesn't want me. But it needs me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
2: That's Christopher.
4: Yeah, man,
1: any other, any other, just like after him? After he <laughs> fell off yeah. the horse. Yeah, any other does... requests? Uh, well, I know that, um, Timmy was working on this, so give us your best leisure suit, Larry. It's important to show that, uh, disabled people can also be Superman.
2: That's true. Yeah. Well, uh, Leisure Suit Larry, he doesn't have a
3: voice, really. The, the voice is more in the head of the, uh, you know, the, the viewer, the, yeah, the person a experiencing
4: voice. the game. Do you want me to get, like, an idea? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm Leisure Suit
1: Larry. That's a lot like your Cartman. I
4: want to I screw, <laughs> man. I'm Leisure Suit Larry. I'm nasty, but I get the babes. You know what I'm saying?
3: Now, now, that's a misrepresentation, I'd say. I, 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 I don't... He doesn't have. I mean, I was kind of like
4: going. I was kind of like. Going like the movie way. where Tracy
1: Morgan plays Leisure Suit. I take offense
4: to that sort of thing.
1: I um, how so? so Pick something else. Like he doesn't have a voice. I don't have a reference point. Uh, let's do the famous Warcraft movie. Uh, go ahead and give me your best. Um. Uh, uh Luther, King Luther, or Uther or whatever. I don't fucking remember.
4: Where's my son? Ooh, I thought he was my gonna my be
0: son. British if his name is King Luther. I need to help my son. Isn't yeah, a king a British of thing?
1: Can you give us an orc? The people, I must say. What if Martin Luther King is white <coughs> and played <laughs> by the late Anton Yelchin? Yeah, let's give it. Give us your best white bar. Okay, I think that's about good. (laughs) I think that's about good. Um, This has been the first episode of limited edition. I'd like to thank my guests so much for showing up. Um, We really were able to talk about the fandom writing and all this stuff. Um, Just really thankful for you guys coming. Uh, Any last words? Anybody? It was great to be here. Yeah, I've got to say this episode
0: itself was a limited edition. One of a Well, if we epic. print
1: it on vinyl, we might. Sorry, it was a, it was a,
3: an ass kicker all the way. And the other night, uh, you know, I had a rather disconcerting dream. Uh, I was wandering through a desolate wasteland with no signs of life to be found. Uh, an inescapable permeance of sadness floating in the air. Perhaps the site of a great war from which nobody emerged victorious. Uh, I wandered for what felt like years, trapped in this endless loop of oblivion, until I collapsed from exhaustion, ready to die, then and there. And it was then that I looked up, and who should I see before me but the Marvel Cinematic Universe's most recent iteration of the Mighty Thor, holding his famous hammer that he uses to clobber villains. I said, oh great and mighty Thor, please guide my path, I'm lost and in need of solace, please help me find my way home. And he looked at me. He looked at me with tears in his eyes. And he said this. He said, please, please stop fucking writing shit. <laughs> Everything you write is fucking terrible. It sucks so much. All this terrible shit you write is as harmful to the average person's mind as a brain injury. You were actively making the world a worse place by lowering the standards across the board. I'm begging you to please put down the pen and find some other hobby for dumb rich guys instead of dragging the whole literary world behind you into the toilet. And it was it was weird. He, and then he morphed into Wonder Woman and kissed me.
2: What if Doctor Who had a gun that transformed teenagers into legal age for sex?
1: Uh, all right, this is right. good. Roll oh, Dusty, Timmy, and Dick. We will see you guys next week hey, on living this one. I'm not wearing hockey pads.
0: All right. See you guys later. What about this impression? Have a good one. Living in this world filled with hatred and greed. What if Yoda was six feet tall and he smoked weed?